What's up? Man, you said that so dang loud. You know what? I said it hard. Yeah, but you know what the problem is? There's not a problem. The, What's yeah, up? Yeah, you got the, a problem with Yeah, me? there's, there's going to be a problem with that because people that are in their graves are going to be like, wow, that was kind of loud. What was that? <laughs> They're going to be like, ooh, They're gonna what be like, was that? Like, oh, the Lord's coming back. Let me get ready. <laughs> get ready, folks. He is coming. Uh, yeah, for real, for real. Why are you playing? No, I know. It's blood, blood moons. That's something that like. Oh, well, blood moons. I yeah. haven't but looked you it know, up, but I just. You but know, wait a minute. Now I'm going to tell you something. Not I on saw the blood, one the other night. I did too. And not on the blood moons. But you know the blood moons secret society use that for certain things, which I'm not gonna go into. Well, we're gonna talk about a um, well-known secret society, which I guess is not so secret because everybody right. knows about it. But we have a question, a random topic that involves a secret society. So save your comp- just mental note. Right, I will save it for them. But I got one more thing to tell you. What's up? You know they say December twenty-first, twenty twenty, which is this year. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be the return of the sun. You heard about that? No. The Mayans predicted it and they saying it happened once. The uh, last time it happened was in the 1800s when all the planets lined up on one side of the sun mm-hmm. and all their moons lined up on the other. Okay. It creates a geo-atmosphere that opens into other dimensions. Okay. It's 2020, so with that being said... Probably will. Probably will. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. They also predicted the end of the world back a couple years ago. That didn't happen. Yeah, so. but see, that, I mean, the how, it's of, just what it is. The end of the world, no. That nobody knows that. They but. tried to predict it. They said it was going to end. Everybody was like panic, kind of like in Y2K. Yeah. The old folks, they remember in the year 1999, people were saying, "Oh, in 2000, when it rolls over, like everything's just going to crash. All the computers are going to crash. It's just going to be chaos." But and I, here we are, twenty yeah, years later. Yeah, but I do think still ticking. NBC had a show that was similar to that, and I have to look that show up again. But they were saying there was no technology, but there was. So it's a lot of lies going on. Well, I don't know. Like I said, it's twenty twenty. If a tornado can be inside of a fire in California, uh, oh. and did you see it? <laughs> oh wait a minute, the tornado. And it can spin. Yeah, the tornado and move the fire around and it's yeah. like if you see the video folks um i know we're off topic but if you can see the video it's like a full-blown tornado inside of a wildfire and the tornado was spinning and it was like fire spinning and the tornado it's 2020 and the tornado in new york new york city that is yeah crazy yeah that never happens yeah it happens. And it it happened now. And they also have one near Boston, too. Same. Same never th- happens. Yep. Tennessee, tornadoes all the time. Yeah, we but used like, to. We're, we're, we're like, like kind of tornado alley. Tornado alley, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jinx. What? You owe me. We said tornado alley at the uh, same time. Well, I didn't say nothing about it. Well, you should, because I jinxed you. So, now you can't talk. Uh-huh. I'm being petty. We're not going to break. I'm not going to break us out. So you can stare at me all you want. I'm not doing that awkward break again like I did last podcast. We're having a staring. You want to do this? Come on, Big G. What you got? You that said was I couldn't me. talk, remember? I know, but you said I can talk, remember? So. And yet here you are talking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> We've wasted enough of your time. See, folks, if you really, if you could really meet. My sister and I, you would understand, we do this type of stuff in real life every day. These conversations that we're having now, 
it's stuff that we go through. It's just an inside look at our intimate and personal yeah. conversations in life. You just can't see us, which is yeah. good because somebody didn't shower today. Not going to name any next picture. No, I showered. Did you? You sure? I think. Right. Well, well, hope the door doesn't cover the funk. But anyway, <laughs> uh, we got some topics we want to hit you with. Um, and so, you know, do you, sis, you want to start off with, with, with some I, topics? Do, uh, yeah, I do. I have a good good one for you today. A good one. A good one. Yeah. Um, I think this story is so cool. And I think it's great for major universities. The University of Arizona mm-hmm. um, is using wastewater testing to catch um, cases of coronavirus and no. let me okay now go ahead go ahead because no, i have some what? questions go ahead yeah i'm gonna answer your yeah. questions i have facts well, no, go ahead and go ahead and spit your facts so what they hear. do is the major mainly like think dorm room or dorm housing mm-hmm. major like buildings on campus like 20 buildings or so they test wastewater it sounds exactly like what you think it's nasty but whatever it works and they go at a certain time like 8 a.m after people would have gotten up and you know done what they do yeah and then they take samples of you know the the poop yeah basically i don't know how else to say it cleanly and they <laughs> big g is laughing because anytime somebody <laughs> says poop he thinks it's funny i do not keep but going I have, it's a serious story it works so what they do is they test samples of the poop right and then apparently they have figured out that you can have traces of coronavirus in your poop seven days before you know you have any symptoms or anything it's like fecal matter can have sheds of it before anything's happening so with that being said once they test it if it tests positive of course they don't know exactly who it came from then they just test the people who are regularly in that building and they already caught a couple i think it was two people or more that actually had it when they did their testing and they caught them before they had any symptoms of it and they quarantined those folks off before it spread. I think, why are we not doing this at all major universities? I think it's a brilliant, like, strategy. You just, you don't have, and then they just Well, all major universities don't have it at all major university money either, but keep going. I mean, the major ones who have 20,000 plus people, you know, that are there every day. I think it's a brilliant idea because it can keep people safe because you can, like, just quarantine the people who do have it. And if you find fecal matter that tests positive, you have seven days to like test everybody, make right. it, make it mandatory. You're not testing them regularly, but if you find something, then you say, Hey, you have to get tested. And then you quarantine those folks off before it spreads. Well, I think I have, a, but I have a problem with that. Though. What's the problem? Okay. It's kind of like what me and some coworkers discussing about coronavirus and 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 the flu in in different strands. Yeah. When I said something about the shot, they said, "Oh, they're not looking for that strand that's in the common cold or in the flu. They're looking for another strand." We don't know that because we never heard them mention anything about any different strand of coronavirus. Okay. And then number and so if if that's the case, these people could have a common cold, and it's gonna show up in their poop. Okay. And then that coronavirus, they'd be like, "Quarantine yourself." No, they don't quarantine everybody in the building. That's the point. Well, no, I'm they talking about that their... person. Oh, oh. The, the person that shows positive. That's oh, okay. That. Well, you know what I say? Either way, it's a good thing. Even if you just have the flu or a cold. Okay, so if you test positive, I mean, that's that's just the testing. That's nothing to do with you still have matter in your... My point is, 
if you test positive, quarantine yourself. And if it's just a cold or flu, cool. You get time to, like, you know, get over get that. It out, yeah, yeah, get it out your system. So either way, it's really irrelevant. Like, if you test positive, it doesn't matter if you have the actual coronavirus, you cold, flu, whatever. You have something that other people probably don't want to catch. So yeah. quarantine yourself. And, you know, then we don't have to have it spread. Well, guess what? I think it's, I mean, I, I don't know about, I, so I don't know gonna, why I, I find mean, this so that, cool. It, but, it is cool, but that's going to make people paranoid. That means, can you see it now? First, it was a sneeze or a cough <laughs> or clearing another throat with clear room, right? It still does. Now, yeah, but now, could you see it now? That dude doing in the Walmart restroom, everybody starts <laughs> running out the doors, pushing up at the emergency <laughs> exits. Oh, my gosh, it's terrible. <laughs> But I think it's, I mean, I think more universities should adopt it because I think it can really like, I mean, it's kind of whose job is it to do it? And if you find whose job is it to do the dude, dude, test it. <laughs> I had to make a lame joke because it's just, it calls, it's a moment that calls for that. And Big G no, almost just Don't, it, don't it get the sound effects going out I'm for that because it's, it's too late. It's too late. It's too late. It's not, it's never too late. It's never too late. It's too late. That was such a dad joke. <laughs> Don't so, care. So that does that mean if you drink Mountain Dew, you can and, do the do, and you and you gonna show <laughs> they're gonna do the do with the do from your poop, right? <laughs> we could go all day with these. Jokes. I know we're, we're terrible. But in all terrible. in all seriousness, I do think this is a brilliant idea, and I think. It could definitely keep people safe. And like Big G was saying, okay, so what if you have the common cold or flu? I don't want that either. So quarantine yourself. It doesn't, I'm just saying, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You're still catching sick people of some, they have, there's something going on with them, whatever it may be. You're catching them. And then you have seven full days to test everybody. And they've already, it's worked because they already had something test positive. And then if something does test positive, they're testing the poop more regularly. Like they're testing it once a day. So maybe they test it twice a day now. Let me ask you this. Um, And this is also something we're going to talk about since we're talking about coronavirus, folks. Uh, AstraZeneca was the first person to come up with the uh, the vaccine. Okay. And, of course, they tested some people in one of their home bases, which is in England. The vaccine for? Coronavirus. Okay. Or COVID, like you dummies call it. Um, and I say dumbest, and I hope I didn't offend nobody, but you, you, you need to know the difference between COVID and coronavirus. But anyway. The vaccine, back to that. Yeah. Anyway, when they test this person, they came down with a mysterious illness. Mm-hmm. Damn near killed them. Right. Uh, so, vaccines is a whole other subject. Yeah, We're but, just talking about catching people that yeah, have Yeah, but it. I'm saying, I'm just want to, I just think that people talking about, oh, I'm going to take the vaccine. Good luck. Yeah, no, I'm I'm sorry. I'm not going to be the test dummy. Or, but, I mean, I do think... Even if they were to perfect, I'm still not taking it. Well, I do think that, like, we need to do something. And if a lot of people do take it, people and people become immune to it, it'll just turn in... It'll, eventually, it'll be like, oh, coronavirus is a thing. Like, the flu is every year. Well, no, i tell you what. First of all, it's, it's always been around since the beginning of mankind, like I said. And number two, this is just a different strand of it. That's what they say. That we have, but it's that yeah, with those man-made. But anyway, uh, again, number two, this warm weather has killed off a lot of it. Yeah, and and the CDC has been true. lying about the cases. Only ten thousand people in the United States have actually died from it. All them hundred thousand they said was from other complications. 
but mixed with those that. complications wouldn't have happened if no, they didn't have No, because it. those, pe- it's those like people-, people don't die from AIDS. They die from complications. You get a cold and you die from complications due to AIDS. If you didn't have AIDS, you wouldn't die from a cold. But your immune system is so weak, so now you die from a cold. Right? Folks, if you could see the look on Give Marie right now. That's true. They say complications due to AIDS. It's just, it, I'm using that as an example. So, no, you don't necessarily die from coronavirus. You die from pneumonia. But how did you get the pneumonia? Most people are able to cover from pneumonia. But if you have something else working against you in there, it's going to... Intensify. right. 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 Okay. So, I mean, yeah. And, of course, you're not... Anyways. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I agree. Like, yeah, maybe they didn't die from it, but... That made it whatever they died from worse, right. and something you normally wouldn't die from, you did because you had that too. Right. That's all I'm saying. So, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that means we're done with that topic. Exactly. I didn't mean to like. <laughs> They're like, move along, you traffic hogger. <laughs> <laughs> that was an accident, folks. We're not going to be so awkward on this one. Okay, so we're going to talk about one more topic, and then we're going to take a break. And I'm announcing that so we keep ourselves on schedule. Boy, boy, boy. Okay, keep going. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, this topic, um, ju- ju- I almost said Juicy Smollett. Dang, dang <laughs> you, Big G. Got me over here. Juicy Smollett is now out here still claiming that um, his alleged attack was not a hoax. And at this point, who cares? I'm just saying. I mean, at this point, I'm just like, Jesse, hang it up. My thing is this. When the attack happened in Chicago, as cup as rough as the weather is there, and you're gonna go to subway late at night in the snow, I'm not trying to be funny. Uh, who the hell does that, man? <laughs> Nobody else in the city was out of subway. Nobody who can. I'm sorry. Okay, just random, but nobody else was out. Nobody. I'm sorry. Keep sweat. Keeps popping up in my head. I can't leave. get through this without. I'm sorry. Okay, leave Keith Sweat alone. <laughs> leave Keith Sweat alone. No, exactly. But anyway, his song "Nobody." I'm sorry. Yeah, but again, there wasn't anyone. I got you out there. <laughs> Not even the people in that snowstorm. So how you? So even the robbers didn't want to get out and rob nobody or beat nobody up. So what made you think two racist people are gonna, <laughs> just going to be randomly sitting there talking about, well, this is a good night to go hunt down somebody and make them feel bad because of being black. Oh my Wrong, Jesse. Wrong. It made me think about. What did you make you think about? It? Okay. Maria's Dion, over there laughing. Dion Cole and uh-huh. his and he was talking about. His cousin, who was super gay, yeah, and I remember. he and his and it's hilarious. It made me think about it. it's too cold. He's like, uh, so and so, why aren't you out here doing all that switching? Because normally he switches when he yeah. walks, and he's like, it's too cold for all that BS. I'm gonna catch me a man when it warms up. It's hilarious. <laughs> like it's too cold for that. Like ain't nobody. He said, ain't nobody got time for that. It's yeah. too cold for all that BS. I'll catch Snap. me. A, uh, yeah, I'll catch me a man when it gets warms up. <laughs> Snap. <laughs> Oh. Okay, we're done. <laughs> Sometimes it's Shout just out too to cold. cold. Sometimes it's just too cold, folks. It's just too, too cold. cold. Exactly. <laughs> so we're gonna take a break right here, y'all. Break. <laughs> Okay, that was way smoother. We cut up right before the break. 
Yeah. Got our laughs in for the day. Snap. You're supposed to have, and if you don't know what snap means, watch Dion Cole special. Watch Dion Cole uh, special, Netflix special, and you'll see what snap means. You will, you will. Trust me, you'll get a good laugh. But you know, his cousin he was talking about on side note, he's also a comedian, the one he was just talking about. The gay one who switches when he walks? Yeah. Except for when it's cold because he ain't got time for that. Exactly, but he's actually a comedian. What's his name? I forgot, but I've seen uh, Dion Cole highlight him on his page, and he said some pretty funny stuff. He's a comedian, too. Wow, did not know that. Yes. Is he as funny as... Dion? You know, <sighs> unpopular opinion. Okay. Unpopular opinion time. We got to press this that with, <laughs> with that whenever we say something that we know other people aren't going to like. Anyways, uh-huh. I don't think Dion Cole, I don't find him all that funny. I think he's funny in spurts. Okay, small doses. Like, like he'll get a good random play of jokes, and he'll get, and he'll get cold. Yeah. And then, but not tell you somebody who was funny. And we're totally off topic here, and I'm gonna say this. We gotta get back to our topics. Uh, he's down with Kevin Hart, David A. Arnold. Funny. I don't know who that is. Oh man, he's hilarious. So we look him up on net. If you look him up on Netflix, type in David A. Arnold. It's uh, special called Fat Ballerina. You're going to die laughing. Yes, it's The funny. name alone is just like, there. that doesn't exist. Yes, it does. Let him tell it. This <laughs> is fat ballerina. I didn't think the two things could cope. Anyways. Okay. All right. Um, I don't know how you would toss a fat ballerina up in the air wait, wait, wait. and like it's, spin them around. It, it, and you, know, it's, and, you have to see it. You just have to see it. <laughs> okay, keep going. That must be Yeah, that's part, that was part of it. Yeah, it's funny. But anyway. There's no way to go into this next topic without me still thinking about fat ballerinas. Okay. Uh, Megan and Harry are getting producing deal at Netflix. And I say, good for them. But, you know, honestly, my opinion is, this may be an unpopular opinion too. Probably not though. Right. If I had to choose between being um, born into a royal family where I didn't have to do shiznit the rest of my life or taking a producing deal at Netflix, Family. I'm just saying. No, I if think that, I take the deal of Netflix. You would take a deal of Netflix yeah. over you just being born and then you're just you're gold for the rest of your life. Like everything you do is just like you don't have to do anything. I mean yeah. you have to do what they say, but I mean you you are I get you're where you I get where you're coming yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. But here's you, my you, thing. You are born into like but, this never having to want for anything. But here's my thing. Lifestyle. Why would the you do re- that? The up? reason why is because that's and again, you're gonna say this is conspiracy theorist, but there's something wrong with that royal family. It really is. I'm there's not something wrong be... with a lot of families. Yeah, but wait a minute though. They are tied into some crap because why would you you agree to marry this man? And of course you got your own thing to do, but why would you all of a sudden want to just break out and leave? You know what I think? I think she realized she's going to end up like Diana. That's why she got out. No. Yes. I think that Harry always, he kind of, I don't want to say he didn't fit in, but he was kind of like different. And I think he always maybe wanted to leave eventually. And this just gave him like an easy, like an opening. Like he's like, oh, she doesn't want to be here. So we're going to leave. But she, he, it's like they're putting it off on her. But I feel like he wouldn't have agreed to it so easily if he didn't have those thoughts already. Right. Because right. if I was really dead set in it, like William is, like yep. I'm not leaving, like bye. 
I would, you can go do what you want to do, but I'm staying here. If that means we can't be together, then cool. I'm not leaving. Why would I leave this gravy train? Well, anyway. But yeah, but I still say there's something else going but on. But she, no, in it's part because. Of this, in part of this world it's, order. Because she's, it's, it's because she's black. They didn't accept no, her. No, no, I don't think that, no, 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 they, no. She they had did, yeah, a, they didn't accept her. Yeah, she's but, had a time with them. And she just can't, she can't, like, it's just too much. Yeah, but, she can't and, but in addition to that, with this whole. Uh, New World Order thing that's going on is something they got going on that she didn't want to be part of, and and you know her husband's like, okay, I'm out too. That's my baby. I'm gone. Right, but do you think he's making a good decision? I mean, yes, in marriage you should be like you know stand by your spouse. Of course, I'm not saying you shouldn't, but like in ten years if they divorce, how is he going to feel? Like, oh, I gave up all of this for you, and now you know. Yeah, but. Yeah, but now we're here. But that's a risk you take, though. That's a risk you take in marriage. But that's a huge like decision to make. You can't just take that kind of decision lightly. It's not like just switching jobs. Well, There's a lot involved. Yeah, but with you know it. what? But because he's royalty, guess what? He'll get it. He'll get on some national TV station in Canada or the United States and give his opinion about world politics, and he'll be okay. Yeah, but is that the life you want after you've had all of this? Sexual? Yeah. You've been fed. You have a silver spoon in your mouth. You are born from birth. You are just like, that's it. And then you're going to give all of that up. And then if something does happen, Lord forbid, then you're just going to go back to pennies because you, you know, you got to hey. scrap to, you know, make something work. Hey, but guess what? You got to survive on your own anyway. So, hey, I'm They down. don't, though. They don't. They're spoon fed. Silver spoons. But still, though. Whole life. But still. You gotta learn sometimes. You're gonna learn today. You're gonna learn today. All right, all right. Right, all right. right. Exactly. <laughs> all right. So, um, <laughs> I said all right after that. I say all right a lot. Akon is building his own city in Africa. And the city is going to cost approximately six billion with a B, folks, not million, billion. And will be reminiscent of the fictional Wakanda. So it's going to be like a futuristic city. And the buildings, he tapped an architect from Dubai and all these places that just have the best architecture in the world. And, you know, the buildings are going to be like fully state-of-the-art. I mean, the most futuristic stuff you could have, like, you know, just energy and sustainability and all everything you could think of in right, the buildings right. and you know is going to be in these buildings in this in this city and it's like a safe haven for you know people to come and just you know be and i think it's awesome he's he's got um investors of course to help build and i just think it's wonderful and well, it's i mean it's great but it is. at the same time um, I'm having a problem with it because some I heard some of the vessels. You find a problem with everything. No, I don't find a problem with everything. I'm looking at the facts. The problem I have with it is is that uh, some of the investors are supposed to be believed to be Ch- uh, Chinese investors. But and that's just it. They didn't disclose the investors, well, so we I, don't know. Yeah, but the I, actual. If yeah, that's but I've heard that they were. And the problem I'm having with that is is the relationship that. Blacks and uh, blacks, uh, Western blacks and Africans are having with the Chinese um, is is a problem, and so that means they're going to want dibs in on it eventually. So I don't I don't know about that. Well, I think the city is a cool idea. I mean, it's an excellent idea, but I'm just saying. So you're saying be careful where you get your money from. Baby. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, that's in anything, though. You could always get a bum deal and yeah, but, stuff but, turns but sideways. But again, though, remember what I told you in a previous podcast. 
is money worth selling your soul? I mean, yeah, you can get, and that'll lead us to a, a random topic later on. But anyway, um, you come on, folks. Yeah, I don't know if you really want to do that. Well, another story um, in Georgia. So this is, um, you know, a few states south. Well, one state south of us. A few states south. I'm like, I mean, how, how one, far did you well, put us Well, we're in Tennessee, north? folks. So yeah, I mean, but I don't it's know right where everybody next else to us. is. Yes, right next to us. But it could be several states from wherever they are. I don't know. We have people from all over. Okay, then. In Georgia, 19 black families bought 90 plus acres of land for safe living. And they're going to um, start their own community on it, which would be also a safe haven. So you have something bad to say about that? These families put their oh, own no. money together yeah, but to see, do but it. Again, they don't have in private investors in China. Okay, then. Do. Okay, then. But see, again, they are using their own money. Uh, so, again, that's a great thing. It ain't no private investors. So I think that's a great thing. And actually, I think that that area could grow if people are with jobs are nearby. I really think that area could honestly grow. Um, so they're going to um, farm the land, clean it up, um, and sustainable fishing. I mean, it's just so many different things. They could create their own, like, private, you know, jobs yeah. there. Yeah, and, and I think it's going to be great. It, does it kind of remind you of, like, an Amish-type community where, like, you wouldn't have to go necessarily outside and find, like, a corporate job somewhere. You could just stay. You could do everything there, and they kind of share everything. Yeah. They don't use, like, real money. They could sell stuff to make money to, you know, yeah, but sell I think, products and stuff that they make there. But, again, I think this is what a lot of neighborhoods, period, are going to. Uh, back when we were talking previously about defunding the police, a lot of communities have privatized police. And I think this is what things like that are going to. Uh, people just being privatized in their own area because, again, hence a bubble state uh, factor uh, because they don't want to deal with outside people. And I think that's what it's going to. But anyway, good for them. I mean, it just shows that we can get along long enough to do something. I just hope it doesn't turn sour by, you know, people being jealous. You know, just random things can make something like that go bad. Right. Well, a couple of things in... Uh, a couple of things I want to go over real quick. Uh, Peyton Manning gives uh, scholarships to HBCUs. Now, Doug Williams, who played at Grambling and was also an NFL, uh, a former NFL uh, Super Bowl winning quarterback, uh, had a scholarship put in his name at Grambling. He didn't know where it was coming from. Uh, the Washington football team, formerly known as the Redskins, when he asked the vice president there um, who did it, they said it was anonymous. Well, Doug, being a smart man he is, called up his friends at Grambling and basically asked him, said, who did it? And they told him it was Peyton Manning. Now, Peyton, uh, now here's the thing. Um, Peyton Manning and his wife have set up, uh, when they were living in Louisiana, his home state, set up four um, scholarships for different, uh, for different uh, black universities. But they also added some more. And I'm just going to go down the whole list of them, which I think is really great. Now, first of all, we talked about the one with Doug, in Doug name of Doug Williams at his album out of Grambling. Then we also have the Harold Carmichael. Uh, in his, uh, he, Harold, Harold Carmichael was a Hall of Fame player who played with the Eagles. He was a receiver. He has one at Southern University. Wilma Rudolph at my alma mater, Tennessee State University. Fisk has one uh, named for uh, Dr. Rebus L. Mitchell. Then, of course, Xavier University in Louisiana for Dr. Uh, Norman Fre- uh, 
God, I think I wrote this name wrong, folks. Let me look at that real quick. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dr. Uh, Dr. Norman Francis, I believe, yes. And then last but not least, Dillard, which is also uh, in Louisiana, for Dr. Michael Lomax. So, again, big ups to Peyton Manning for sponsoring those scholarships to make sure that, you know, uh, some people can get educated, which is great news. Also, folks, I want to go over real quick. Uh, my boy, Bootsy Badass, is back on IG. Oh, boy. Yeah, now listen, here's what happened. Uh, Bootsy got banned from posting links on his of fans. Of course he did. Yeah, uh, uh, from, from his fans only account on his page. Of course, you know, that violates IG community rules. Um, he returned with another page after begging that fool Mike Zuckerberg, uh, like I like to call him Zuckerberg, um, he begged him to get back on. He called him and everything. His new page is at Boosie, N-E-W-I-G. Is that, and now at, is that a verified page? Yes, it's it is. It's got the blue check mark and all yes, that. Yes, it does. Okay. Because he tweeted, the shadow room can tell everybody, follow me at my new Instagram page. You mean page. the shade room? Shade room. The shadow you room. Shade. shadow room? Yeah, I did. I said shadow room. My bad. My bad. I, look, folks, I read that wrong. I just read it wrong. Your handwriting is that bad. No, I just read it wrong. Anyway, so he let everybody know that he's back on Twitter. So Boosie, do us a favor. We know you want we want you want us to see the the nakedness and the freakiness, but man, save that, it for your reality show. Yeah, save for your reality show, and please don't post any more links to OnlyFans because. I like you, man. We don't want to see you get banned anymore. And then, uh, before we go on these random topics right quick, one last thing. DMX doesn't like to talk about his multiple personalities. He tears up when it happens. Let me explain this. Rapper DMX, uh, Yonkers, New York native Earl Simmons, he said he has three personalities. One is DMX, Earl, and X. X. Yes. Now, uh, they recently addressed this. Uh, when the Rough Riders had a Rough Riders Chronicle uh, documentary on BET, uh, he, you know, he was basically uh, he basically explained that his personal personality is something he goes through. His ex-wife said this about him: that the three personalities are Earl, and that's when he was a child before his father left and his mother didn't know how to handle him. X is the angry one that protects Earl, and DMX also protects Earl, but is a much nicer entertainer. <laughs> Man, DMX, please, brother, get those under control. I mean, it's like having an alter ego, like Beyonce. She turns into Sasha Fierce, and they had those unflattering pictures from her when she performed at the Super Bowl, where she just turned into, like, beast mode, and it was just very unflattering. Because it's like she was possessed or taken over. Which brings ah. us to our random topic. Yes, go ahead. Because I got a thought on random it. Go ahead. Random topic time. Random topic time. Random topic time. Random topic time. I'm sorry for the soul clap, but let's get into it. <laughs> let's do it. So, um, Illuminati. We mentioned, we kind of like talked about Secret Society earlier in the podcast about um, how do they exist. Well, the Illuminati, um, you can give us your opinions and thoughts at beauty and the brother at gmail.com but are b and j in it i believe they are so why would the illuminati want entertainers versus like people who can actually control things 
Well, because they can. Entertainment. But they just influence people who listen to but their music. Again, but not everybody's that, going that's to. control. But not everybody's going to. That's a very small percentage no, of like but, the but, world but, and the population. But that's control. You see, you don't you don't get where this is going. They don't just want people that have money. That can change laws and influence yeah, like that make laws and like can change things like how things actually run in the world. Like, okay, hey, but, I can manipulate but, this. But here's here's the thing. When you are entertainer, a lot of times the entertainment industry speaks to whom? The youth, right? Right. Okay. And everybody knows that the youth ends up making the decisions. So with that being said, I'm going to tell you, they, they're highly influential. They say that, they, the, are. They say that, the, uh, that these secret societies don't come after you until you make X amount of money. Well, they have like a billion dollars between the two of them. I get it. But there's people who have billions of dollars who are under the radar who actually like influence laws and politics. But and again, seem, like, you're, not, you're not seeing the connection, sis. You're not seeing the connection. The connection is they don't come out to you until you have a certain amount of money. They got, they're close to two billion between the two of them. Right, okay. Okay. Jay-Z wouldn't have got there without Beyonce's help. Okay. So... Here they have a rap following and an R&B following. The genres cross. They come together. They know a lot of people listen to them so they can have influence. But they're not changing. I I, I agree with you. Yes, they are changing. I agree. But devil's advocate here. But they're not actually like the people who... I won't say like are out in the public, but like there's lots of people under the radar. Who are have, you saying like George Soros, Bill Gates, yes, Oprah, people, people who the Rothschilds, the people, Rockefellers, yes, 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 people who like may not be out there like singing and dancing and stuff. Okay, woo, we're entertaining. We're going to play sports. We're going to dance. We're going to sing. But people who are like, hey, we're going to change this law. We're going to like say now you can't do this. Now you can do that. So, if they want something done, they would go to those people. I see it both ways, is what I'm saying. Like, I get that you would want the people who influence pop culture. Yeah, that's important. Yeah. But the people who actually say, okay, we're not going to do this anymore. If you get in their ear and they say, we don't want people to be able to do this anymore, make that a law, they can do it. Yeah, but but again, they will, They do go off to entertainers. Katy Perry. She's a prime example. She gives... Katy Perry? Yes, Katy Perry. If you look at it, she dresses in Egyptian garments. Mm-hmm. And has the all CNI pyramid and everything Where else. Where does she have that? She has it in a lot of concerts and videos. You be, you, you got to watch it. But that's not. Yes, it from is. What I've read, that's not a Illuminati symbol. Yes, it is. It didn't come from them. It yes. may they may use it. No, no. Yes, it does. You're you're wrong about that. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. You see, you're misinformed. I you, think no, because let me don't let me tell you. No, I I'm, just watched the whole video no, no, on it, and no, it didn't see, didn't come from them. They may use it, but it's not originated it does, from them. It didn't originate from them. It no, but they use how it. How is it that they came? How is it like a known Illuminati symbol? Because it's it's mind it's mind and world control. See all, know all. The secrets to everything from human existence Mm -hmm. down to where people are, Mm -hmm. they know about it. This is what that CNI pyramid is for. And a lot of a lot of artists and actresses and actors and even sports figures. I just think you would want to think bigger. No. 
because again people who be- aren't out there that are sneakily doing this stuff no, that you don't even know about because again you're, you're misunderstanding this the thing is you get the people that people gravitate toward if people know you listen if people know you're doing this bad thing they're gonna say uh-uh I'm not with that they're gonna push away from that but if you talk to the people that are doing all these things, making these songs that you love to groove to, uh, setting these records in sports and all this other stuff, or just really popular, why not go for them? Because guess what? They can, they can say, hey, this ain't so bad. And you'll be like, you know what? My favorite artist or my favorite athlete or whatever says this ain't so bad. Guess what? It ain't so bad. But the I get that. So I see it both what I, I agree with you. I see it both ways. But the people that are following them blindly is not gonna be the entire nation. Like it's just their fan base. Which I mean, yes, they have a huge fan base, they have lots of money, they have lots of influence. I get that. But when you have someone who makes a law, it doesn't matter if you're a fan of theirs. You may not even know who they are, but they're saying, this is what we're going to do. And guess what? You're going to have to do it. Everybody's got to follow that. So that is power and influence right there. And half the time, you don't even know who those people are. But see, again, how that ties in, I'm going to show this and we got to wrap this little segment up, is Right, we've talked about this too. Wait a minute, wait a minute. The law, if you influence somebody... Most people, if they make a law, you know, there's people that do rebel against law. They're going to be like, well, I'm yeah, rebelling. Okay, course, wait a minute. But there's consequences for Wait, I know that. But you're going to say, I'm rebelling against that law because I don't agree with it. Right. But what, but what if somebody comes along and says, you know what? You like me. You follow me. Blah, blah, blah. Do this. It's going to be okay. And they do it. And then guess what? They'll be like, oh, they're, they're right. Because those people are impressionable. And they they be like it wasn't so bad, so there you go. That's how they work. But works. that's only a small fraction of the. Pe- Anyways, we can have this conversation another time. We've got to um, wrap this up because we um, want to highlight a business, and then we will leave you with that. Um, we're gonna highlight Minerva Avenue. Now, if you are in Nashville, Tennessee area, local to here, or you're just excuse me visiting here. Um, it's a place where you can go and they have craft cocktails, they have, um, good music. They also, um, have like outside like patio area that's open, you know, when it's warm enough for that. Um, they have hookah and drinks. So it's definitely a place that you can go to celebrate like birthdays. You can, um, reserve a table. It's free to do so. And it's free to get in, but you know, you pay for your drinks and your bottles and all that. Um, but it's called Minerva Avenue. Once again, it's on Buchanan Street. So those of you who are familiar, it is in the hood. Yes. But I mean, (laughs) yeah, Big G's laughing because he knows. Um, Minerva Avenue's phone number is 615-499-4369. It is a local black owned um, facility. So just definitely go out if you're looking for your entertainment. um, Go out and support them and what they're trying to do. Something good. Um, for people to come and just get relaxed and just hang out and catch up with friends and smoke hookah and drink if you're into that and listen to music and have a good time. Okay. All right then. Well, with that being said, folks, I think that's it. We out. We out. Get off my line.